what day unfolds challenge what the future holds try and keep your head up to the sky lovers they may cause you tears go ahead release your fears stand up and be counted don't be shamed to cry you gotta be you gotta be bad you gotta be bold you gotta be wiser you gotta be hard you gotta be tough you gotta be stronger you gotta be cool you gotta be calm you gotta stay together all i know all i know is love will save the day (laughs) okay well that was a very well praise the lord yeah niggas (laughs) i thought we'd come in with a little positivity you know what i'm saying set the tone okay it's a brand new calendar year Correcting, correct. Can't come in this bitch chaotic. I'm, you know. Hopefully, 2023 oh. got the memo, but we'll see. We shall see what kind of girl she turns out to be. How are you, sister? <laughs> I'm here. I'm safe, and I have what I need. And mm. I mean, all will be well. How are you? Same. <laughs> I, um, full disclosure: we are back in the first. Very first, very first week of the year. Uh, and I would much rather be not, <laughs> as most people don't feel like returning back to work. But, you know, that's just a little candor for you all. But, but I am safe. I have what I need. I am grateful. Um, and, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to, to for all of the, the blossomings and bloomings that we have coming in the next year for you all, including Kiki Palmer's baby shower in a couple of weeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, that is actually happening. The plans are Mm. underway. They are. Um, And the materials and supplies are rolling on in. They are. I am so excited for one of the materials that rolled on in that I had delivered to Kia's house. <laughs> it is in the garage. It I heard. Toya told me. Still boxed. Still boxed oh, I'm, you didn't even look at it. No, I'm not willing. I'm not willing yet. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, but okay. as I didn't want to, my fear is that like I don't want it to be like set up in my house. Fair. <laughs> because like that would be odd. But, Who would um, want to come downstairs and see that? So um, but I know that it how is big there. was the box? It is a sizable box. It's mm-hmm. flat, but it is large, um, and so Wonderful. it's not exactly in the garage. It's like in the kitchen, just before you enter the garage. But it is here. Well, that makes me so happy, and I can't wait for you all to see what we are <laughs> obscurely talking about. Um, <laughs> How was your holiday season? Like, um, how, or shall we, you know what? We're going to get into that a little bit more yeah. in the kitchen table talk, actually. But you are all right? You feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. How are you feeling? All right. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling Good. optimistic about the happenings and uh, the transitions and the things that you know, all of us have made individually and collectively together, and I can't wait to talk about it. But before we do that, I first and foremost, we just want to let you all know it will be a truncated show. It's the first show of the year, 
and you know we're easing back in you know you can't just go full throttle into anal you've got to ease in <laughs> wait so a second. okay that's how i feel about the new year okay it's like anal it is just though oh, can't wow. ram you know what i'm saying you've got to wow my goodness so Kia loves my visuals um so with that being said, we're going to have a truncated show. It's going to be a lovely show, but it's it's going to be a little shorter. And then next week, Patreon, we're back to pre-shows. Uh, Kia's been filming some things for you all coming. I've got some things coming for you all that I've been working on. And we're really excited. We have some awesome guests that have been scheduled since last year. So <laughs> we're excited for all of the all the bloomings of, of getting grown. But let's head on over to this uh, trash segment. And talk a little bit about that. Let's make it happen. A clean up woman is a woman who. All right, our very first trash segment of 2023. I figured we'd do just a very quick recap of some of the things that have happened over the time that we've been gone, um, but not shove them down your throat because you've had enough of that. First and foremost, being. Mm. Torre Lanez, the small person uh, who, oh, yeah, (laughs) was convicted (laughs) and found guilty on all three counts of shooting Megan Thee Stallion um, in the feet. And it was a clusterfuck. Okay, it was a cacophony of foolishness, madness uh, in that trial. Um, Um, It was really terrible. But. Yeah, you know, we had bloggers that were out here wilding. You know, right. let me tell you something. She better than me. Megan's better than me. Because if I saw some of y'all after this, oh, we shooting a fair one. Like, I just, I just want feel, you to know, we shooting a fair one. I would like to just sort of, this is feels, I don't know, weird to say, but I would like to commend Megan. I think that her... The way that she has conducted herself shows um, maturity of character. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I just am very, very proud mm. of how all of this has been, um, you know, all, all of, not how all of this has transpired, but just her, I mean, her composure. I think publicly she has sort of, handle this in a way that is very classy, sophisticated. I mean, Mm -hmm. given the heinous (laughs) and egregious conditions that she had to endure personally, and we all had to endure, you know, via the socials and carrying on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Megan would be well within her rights to really be sort of, you know, on a rampage, calling Mm -hmm. everybody all kinds of names right now. But... I think no, that there, it's not necessary. There's a there, yes, there is um, a peace that you have when you are in um, in place, and you have you are you are you have dealing with life as it comes to you, um, and a security and knowing that who you are has always been sort of the same. Um, and so I I just think, you know, Megan Pete, given all of the unfortunate <laughs> life circumstances she has had to negotiate in her short life, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the character is is shown. Very much so. And I just... Very much so. I don't even like to... I don't even like to 
talk about all the other characters here, but I just mm-hmm. want to say that, you know, my full support has always been behind Megan. And, Absolutely. Um, and that's where it remains. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to see her continue to bloom and blossom through this through this mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because everybody is crazy. Okay. Everybody's out of their Each motherfucking and minds. Every person. And I yeah. it's a Yeah, no. all of y'all. All of y'all. And I'm not even yeah, all of y'all are out of your minds. And you know which all of y'all you are. Cause there's a gaggle of you. And so I agree with you. We we support her. Um, you know, it's a shame the way that all of this developed mm. uh behind something that's actually pretty cut and dry. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah, we just wish her lots of blessings and peace as she continues forward past this, you know, and continues to evolve as a human being. Yes. Um and hopefully in that order. Hopefully, you know, black black women in general, maybe one day you all will give us the love and the respect that we deserve. <laughs> like maybe mm. one day. I don't know when that's going to be, especially based off of this circus. Hope springs but, eternal. But you in know the what I'm meantime, saying? I'm trying to. I'm, trying I'm just to add grateful a that. I mean, hope. I'm trying to be hopeful. Hope mm-hmm. is a choice, and Ooh, baby. and I the audacity am of it working very diligently <laughs> to make that choice. Um, yeah, but I will say, despite how the world treats us, I I will very very proud. It's unfortunate that we have to sort of expend that labor. We don't ever like, you know, it's not reciprocated, really. Mm-hmm. But despite mm-hmm. that, you know, we hold each other down and up, uh, okay, huh. and continue to do so. I am grateful that we hold each other down Talk and about it. up. Talk about it. Because we, ladies and gentlemen, and all of our friends in the non-binary... <laughs> That's right. We are all we got. Period. That's it. Okay. And some of us, like, some of us need to fall off. Period. Okay. okay? And that's what I said. Okay. Some of us. Now, I cannot <laughs> speak for the full collective now. Because no. But, you know, there's we're a good doing 15% our best. of you. We are doing, <laughs> we are doing our best. We are. We're doing you our You know, best. despite the Kelsey's and the whoever else's. Oh, Lord God. Okay, throw up in the river. And so I didn't uh, even know. See, I had spoken, you know, Chris, Crystal helped me to, to really understand all that has happened as it relates to that young lady. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't know. She's because a I don't know who she mess. is. I just, I just said that sis clearly missed those days in social studies when the Fifth Amendment was explained. Because the way that it was misused, I think yeah. she ought to be concerned. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah. like I said, we're not gonna dwell. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm grateful for those and I pray that there are those that are surrounding Megan and pouring mm-hmm. into her and holding her up. I hope that she knows that she has, you know, people like you and me and our our circle and all people that listen to our mm-hmm. shows and people that she don't know personally, but we are all speaking her name, holding her up, calling her name out in prayer because like I said, what the fuck? everybody's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody 
is crazy. <laughs> Buns. Um, listen, and, I, and, and uh, uh, especially that, that boy's father and stepmother. <laughs> when I tell you, that's all. I could I have just, literally Lord flung have his mercy. little ass in a lake and listened to the ploop. Like, get your crazy, get your crazy small ass out of here, old man. Get out of here. Why didn't anybody pluck him? Like, I was. His very name disgusted. is like on star. Like, I know that 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 Tori's real name is Daystar. His name is like Day on star, like the navigation. Not on star. No, I was going to say no. Or one star, of the stars. I'm locked in my car right now. Somebody <laughs> unlocked the Chevrolet. Get the but, fuck out of here. And the and the stepmother. And you knew he was an old fuck nigga by that by by that Caesar, that beard, and that turtleneck. I just knew. I said, look at this man. He's not up to any good. And the fact. Okay, let's not lose sight of the fact that that um the stepmother, okay, who showed up down to the courthouse. In that Tweety Bird dress. Oh, sister. A goddamn I said, mess. Y'all, y'all, we y'all. we are not praying. I have just got so much confirmation over the last few weeks that we've lost our praying grandmothers and we have to step <laughs> in. I'm going yeah, we to do. step in and just we're not <laughs> While I do make tacos, I'm going to have to be an ancestor. We're going to That's have just to what's going I mean, we are all we got and I'm gonna listen. Stay tuned. We're announcing the getting grown prayer meetings. We've got to get yeah. back something. Yeah, oh, I lost my earring. We've got to. It's coming back. It's from the Sable Collective. Yeah, uh, shout our sister out. <laughs> I love yes. a good sturdy hoop. Um, yes, yes. Okay, she is a staple in our she is wardrobe. A staple in our wardrobe. But yes, yeah. Stay prayer tuned. circle. Prayer circles. We're gonna have to do something, guys. We are He's praying. bringing the Bible. I'm I've bringing the to. eggs. Like the we what? are to collectively. Ah, wait. <laughs> okay. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. The w- okay. Let's not the eggs and tomatoes. Like you're gonna be the good praying grandmother. I'm gonna pray. You gonna with, make I'm the gonna, tacos? I'm gonna. I'm gonna make the tacos. I'm gonna put the eggs under their bed. I'm gonna what? sprinkle them with oh. some yeah some ancestor water. Uh, okay. And all right. And I might have to boo tomato boo them at some point, Whoa. like just so that they get the fucking. Clue. I believe that you can pray and still boo tomato boo because I I agree. I do boo. simultaneously. I do. It's called it's called gentle parenting. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> but, <laughs> I am anyway. fascinated by the gentle parenting. I have to say, it fascinates me. We could have that as a full conversation, a kitchen table talk. I fully acknowledge Soon. that it is probably a, a function of the way that I was parented and that there was nothing mm-hmm. gentle about that. But. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am watching my friends who are doing it. I often find myself with questions, but also teetering on the line of like, while there are things that are unclear to me, I am fully aware and appreciative of the fact that this is not my business or my concern. And so I'm just from the outside looking in, un- trying to understand the gentle parents and the gentle parenting but yes, I think in, I know exactly year. which conversation we're going to have. We have a guest coming up in the next few weeks. We do? And I think, okay. yeah, we have a guest coming up who I think um, collectively all of us having a conversation 
could because it's funny. And recently, I had a friend. I, we were just on the phone kicking it or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, the way that you address Noah about whatever situation had happened while we were on the phone, he was like, you are the first model I've ever seen of gentle parenting.' I was like, "Is that what you would? That's what you would?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, like really." And I thought about it and I said, "You know what? In a way, we are." While the 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 term a lot of these terms mm-hmm. don't they kind of sit in my belly like too much cheese <laughs> i also wow get okay. it you know what i'm saying yes. and he and i and i recall and we could talk about this and i'll just give you a sprinkling okay. i recall um both tristan and i when noah was in utero you know when this little nigga acts up <laughs> i recall with her being a baby up until maybe one where we're like, yo, when you start to understand what you're doing, when you blah, 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 then we're going. And as time went on, it was like, I actually don't want to do that. I actually don't want mm. to put my hands. Why do I need to put my hands on you to teach you a lesson? And I and I never I, while I thought I was going to whoop, I never got into that. And it's just that. my 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 mindset transition like that's not how you because when you learn lessons as an adult, it don't need to be by the hands of somebody beating your I mean, excuse me, rare circumstances. It needs to be by the hands of somebody <laughs> beating your ass. I will but say this. You know what I mean? In in um, observing. Right. Particularly mm-hmm. the way that you parent Noah, I have always appreciated the way that you acknowledge that she is a person and I'm not saying this um you know don't think that this is like me taking shots at other uh, the way that other people parent but no. I I you acknowledge her humanity thank you in a very in a very um in, in a way that's noticeable to me because I don't know that I always especially at her age I don't feel like my opinions and feelings and perspectives were considered by the adults in my life. Mm -hmm. Not that they were dismissive or, you know, you know, indifferent to them, but Mm -hmm. there was Mm -hmm. there you allow. And I feel like what I have always appreciated is I think you are building an emotional intelligence in Noah that I don't feel like I had any sensibility of until I was much older and, you are empowering her to sort of know herself and be confident in making decisions about herself in ways that I really respect. I do. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Especially since you are raising a black woman, right? Yes. How important it is for these things to just sort of be ingrained in a child from this early age, I think is, is wonderful and beautiful. Thank you. Um, Thank you and sister. it is wildly different <laughs> Than how Maybe. it's <laughs> wildly different than how, how I was I, I was I was raised, and again, that is no shock <clears throat> to my mother. I fully, as nah. I get older and and have some awareness about, you know, I see. You know how you we say a lot of times, and we you often hear in passing that the older you get, you start to see your parents as people. Mm-hmm. And I have understood. I think I'm getting more and more clarity about that, right? I, there are ways that I can think about my mom now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was even working through this with my parent, with my, with my therapist over break because it's like, I can know. I remember when my mother turned 40. 
I I rem- we were on family vacation and it was my mother's 40th birthday so I remember it mm-hmm. so I was here and so mm-hmm. for me to be in this space I I understand that like you know when my mom was my age she mm-hmm. had people that mm-hmm. she was responsible for and yep. and you know given all of the all of the other the other nuanced conditions of her life I fully understand how she would be tired of overwhelmed, um, you know, unsure, inexperienced, ignorant of some things. Mm -hmm. And I respect and have said to her, I know you did the best you could and I love you for doing the best that you could. But Mm -hmm. I'm also with that awareness and and I I have an awareness of myself. Like when you know better, you do do better. I feel like I'm knowing better. (laughs) And Mm so... I'm now positioned to to do better and I can sort of see uh, what things I would do differently. Um, and that's not just as it relates to parenting. That's mm-hmm. just as it relates to being an adult in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have a full appreciation for, and it, it, I think it almost, my respect for my mother has gone up. Mm-hmm. Right, because I know mm-hmm. it's enough for me to keep myself alive. And when my mama mm-hmm. was my age, she was keeping herself and two other people alive. And I could mm-hmm. see how that would give her an attitude. Sometimes <laughs> I could see how she would be like, "I don't care about yeah. that." Like you know, I could see, yeah, I could see that, and I respect it. Um, but also, what I'm working on now is sort of being in that place where I can acknowledge the the truths that I respect and understand her position doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it didn't impact me in the way that it did. Exactly. Right. Whether, Which we, the, we'll yeah. have a conversation about that coming up soon oh, too. Yes. Oh, speaking oh, of, yes. we have to get on the, on the hook with our sister and because that's what, that's what I'm referring yes, to. Yes. Yeah. We have got yeah. to revisit that and get that on the, on the books because I feel mommy like issues coming soon. Mommy, <laughs> my, mommy lessons, you know, our, <laughs> mommy our very, lessons. our very uh, successful daddy lessons episode we did way back in 2017. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like we might need to make it a series, revisit, revisit yeah, all so. of it. Okay, let, let's go back. Even, even, even a sibling one. Well, as I'm well, with the, I'm with that as well because remember when we were talking about in the illuminating intersectionality conversations, we talked about being eldest daughters. Yes, of, of eldest daughters, right? Or yes. and so how that warrants a support group in many respects, right? So and that's yes. that's another layer. Um, oh, you're an eldest daughter of an eldest daughter. I'm an eldest daughter of a youngest of a youngest daughter. Yes, and I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I think me and Crystal are eldest daughters of eldest daughters. If I'm not mis- mm. if I'm not mistaken, don't quote mm-hmm. me on that because I don't want to mm-hmm. be out here lying. But we gonna we gonna get to this. We gonna yeah. get to it. We got a series coming up for you all. And Illuminating gonna, intersectionality <laughs> part two. We gonna talk about it. And Family time. We getting down to the get down. Okay, <laughs> we've got things to do. If you all missed Illuminating Intersectionality, by the way, it's our three-part docu-series yes. with with Dr. Takia, myself, and Hey Friend, Hey, oh, yes. make sure you all head on over to YouTube. We have the link in the description box and check out all three episodes of Illuminating Intersectionality, a whole three-part series, and the conversations flow beautifully into one another. So that's still up for you all to look at. Um, the last couple things I just wanted to th- put on the trash are really 
a lot of uh, there we had quite a few passings oh, man. um which tends to happen in clusters <sighs> like that Oh, um, we have Fred White, who was the drummer of Earth, Wind, and yes. Fire, a staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that one was personally that very yes. sad to me. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Earth, Wind, and Fire is just, you know, they right up there, right up under Stevie for me. So, <laughs> um, queen of journalism, Barbara Walters. I mean, not only queen of journalism, but I think Barbara, and I said this on Twitter, Barbara was a pioneer and you was. know, my mantra in that real shade throws itself. You don't Baby. have to get your hands dirty, okay? Let me tell Mama told Clint Eastwood, she Woo. said, what happens when they hit back? Now, we and can never forget when she asked the Kardashians, what do y'all do? Nothing. Because <sighs> you're not, she said, you don't sing, you don't dance, you don't have any talent that you we You don't have see. any talent. Some people would say <laughs> the material. I mean, it just is, and I mean, you can't be mad because she's not it's, wrong. It's she's not, not wrong. It's facts. Lying. We're, we're coming from this 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 place of objectivity and just like brass tacks. This is what what it is. She was mm-hmm. a pioneer in this kind of in this kind of shade. This you know and, real shade and also itself. real shade throws itself paired with proper journalism yeah because somebody said in the <laughs> i was reading one of the i went i decided to visit hell and read one of the comment sections of one of the posts <laughs> because you know of maybe uh, <laughs> the comment section is Hades. and they were somebody was like see it's so sad how black women <laughs> how black women will uplift somebody like barbara walters but we'll shit on our own like a wendy williams when they doing the same thing and i said no hold on now Wendy Williams was a journalist and Barbara Walters and was a journalist. Y'all don't want to talk about and it. Y'all don't want to talk about it. Williams and Barbara Walters did both throw shade. Where there is a difference, if we're just going to call things things, Barbara did not, uh, in, she did not uh, inject personal bias and opinion and salacious uh, steering of narratives. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, it, Wendy outed people. That's wrong. You don't mm-hmm. out people, but she did that and she did it frequently. And while we do not take away the iconic status of Wendy Williams, who was a staple to us from early on radio and going forward, we can also still acknowledge that Barbara Walters was a motherfucking pioneer in journalism, white woman or not. And y'all know how I am. Because <laughs> we don't listen, cape for she, white women around here. But not not in that not in a way where it's you know gonna shit on our own, but we're also gonna call things things. Because I mean, we just have to get down to it. And what I love is that, you know, we have we are living the age where the internet allows people to be whoever they say they are. Right? Uh-huh. And so I am not please hear me clearly, I am not out here telling y'all that you can't do that. But I will say that um, Barbara is from an era where your credibility had to be established. Um, through your penis, <laughs> which is still the case. Well, but, yes, but <laughs> and through your privilege. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, um, in terms of her being a journalist, and I mean, I had this conversation last week concerning Wendy Williams, and it's like, you know, we live... And I'm going to say this. Is this a secure line? <laughs> because I have got to just be honest here. And I don't, I want y'all to hear my heart. Okay. I want everybody to win. I'm not out here saying this, that, or the third, but you know, we have 
we have someone was asking about like you know the the recent talk shows that have sort of come to light um and even comparing like Sherry Shepard to Wendy Williams and you know Jennifer Hudson's show and and Ellen all these things so the, there is um like Wendy Williams we now was was a mess right we we love Wendy for the mess she leaned into her mess in a way that I think many of us respected but I yeah. it was understandable why some people didn't fool with her right yes but even yes. in that you had to respect what Wendy brought to the table because her journalism background, she had a level of mm-hmm. skill and was able to sort of tell stories and ask questions and create conversations that were interesting and informative in a way that a lot of people out here who just sort of sit behind the microphone did not, don't have that experience, expertise knowledge skill etc and so mm-hmm. i i you you have to barbara walters you have to put you have to respect that her journalism was tried and true in her career of over 50 years right you you mm-hmm. we let's just call things things mm-hmm. you may not have liked mm-hmm. her as a person you may not have thought that she handled every situation the right way but you cannot mm-hmm. deny that barbara was a pioneer in this whole television journalism thing for Absolutely. women, period. Okay? Period. Yeah. Yeah. Period. And everybody who got them a little uh, news, uh, little blog, entertainment news, you know, the girls, you know, the, these online spaces where we get our news and information from these days, I don't have any, you know, okay, more power to that. But let's not hold that in this, at the same level that we hold like true journalism out here because no. you know the mm-hmm. girls have paid their dues okay maybe the girls will turn the narratives because they don't <laughs> like how you smelled that day <laughs> so. or the or they you know or your lace was showing or they didn't right. like your eyebrows or something right. of that sort and have i been guilty yes <laughs> am i a journalist same. no same <laughs> so. i just know that I y'all don't hear how i deliver trash it's chaotic <laughs> But I also acknowledge that, you know, like I said, we're not journalists. We are no. here as, you know, we're sitting, we're inviting you all to our kitchen table and we're just sitting around the kitchen table like aunties and cousins because that's what we do. So we don't have to have, you know, this is not a space where we are presenting ourselves as uh, communications experts. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I have a great respect for yeah. for what somebody like Barbara Walters has been able to build. And, and I acknowledge that her footsteps have, 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 you know, blazed the trail for many different people to be able to follow and build upon absolutely, um, and expand. And so let, I just, I just, that's why, you know, I just don't want, I saw all that mess down in the ghetto in the comments and it's like, y'all, we can't have nothing nice. We can't no, even we send can't. Barbara off. I mean, she's died for God's sakes. We can't even say, oh, no. I liked her. Like, we can't even no. say, like, respect. No. Because it's fact- always a bitch who's, who's never swept under her stove with an opinion. I just feel like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm 40 years old, and Barbara Walters was on television my whole life. Entire black I can't black think ass of life. a time, I mean, little kid. When I didn't know Barbara exactly. Walters. Exactly. Seven years old, when my mama was watching 2020, this is Barbara yes. Walters. Barbara Walters. <laughs> And Thank this you. Is 2020. I mean, okay. my whole life. And so, can we not acknowledge? 
And I don't think, you know, I had, would agree with all of her politics and everything that she believed. But I have, no, I'm sure can't, can't if I say, dug even deeper as a, I'm not going to agree with everybody. Exactly. And I, you know, but we, but, have, we, but we live can, in a society. We can say what it is. Yes. We, we are not cancelers over here. We recognize that two, that two things can be true at once. And we're not afraid of disagreement. Disagreement is the no. way that we grow and evolve and change and get better. And yes. yes, I disagree probably with many things that Barbara Walters said and did, but that don't mean that I can't be sympathetic when she goes mm-hmm. on to glory. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Um <laughs> last a uh, personal, just a personal ah, oh, it hit me in the heart. Rest in peace. Gangsta boom. Oh, now this. You all want to talk about another trailblazer? Let's talk about Gangsta Boo. Gangsta Boo joined 3 Six Mafia at 15 years old. Gangsta Boo trailblazed for your Mia X, for your Trina, for your Cash Doll. For your. I'm so glad you said that. All the girlies who we have immense respect for, your for little Kim, Gangsta Listen, Boo, all of these paved things. the way, and we're we you have to call that a thing. I think I would, and I had the. Uh, this is probably going to be a little bit of my petty peeve, and I won't name names, but we'll just give y'all a taste right now. So I, mm-hmm. I, um, one of the ways that I've been caring for myself is working on my fitness, and mm-hmm. I got a new toy yes, down to the Peloton. <laughs> And so I took a class just last night, right? It was a hip hop class. And it was taught by someone who I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming is in their early to mid 20s, right? Probably. And so the class I was excited about because I looked at the playlist. It was an ode and a tribute to female rappers. It was all, all, you know, female hip hop. Yes. And I get in the class, and as I suspected, the playlist is bumping. Okay, we've got good yes. Foxy Brown, Lil Kim. Okay. We got Lil okay. Trina in there. Yes, Inca. we got some Meg. Yes, <laughs> we got you know we you know I mean a good gambit of mm-hmm. sort of the evolution of of female rap as it exists. Okay, mm-hmm. but there was lots of commentary on there um, by by this person who I like. I said is I'm fairly certain. Standing squarely amongst the, the the Generation Z, and mm. has so much to say, and took it upon themselves to spend most of the class talking about what they define as the toxic traits of hip of of the nineties. And hey, I just, hey, hey. I, just be I just kept bike? saying like, you wasn't even there. You were not <laughs> there. Get out of here. Yes, you we can were. get to the, the Peloton is not the place to have a conversation said, about misogynistic I, the venue, viewpoints of said, rap in the nineties. It's not the venue. And first of all, your opinions are unfounded and incorrect. <laughs> and so <laughs> what are we gonna do? Like and I say, I said, you you talking about I said, Gangsta Boo walk so that many of your faves today could run. Glorilla, we are ice talking. spice and her pussy patting and, and self. This is what I'm talking about. And y'all want to get on here and talk about how Meg and and Glorilla and and Lotto tell it like it is. First of all, these kids, <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> don't get Auntie riled up. I was don't. I was riled up on the on don't the treadmill, like young lady, tread lightly because you it. were not there and you do not know. You don't know nothing you about the weed, know man. Nothing you about don't know three nothing. six. You don't no. know nothing. You think when you think of a pioneer of rap, your list is at Little Kim and girl. You've got to rig, rig, dig deeper. If I said Project Pat, you would think this I was talking about I'm somebody's saying. auntie. You, you don't know. Deeper. 
with all Mm-mm. due respect, I just want the younger people, and I know I'm standing squarely in my old auntie right now. Y'all got That's to fine. tread lightly, okay? Because yeah. you don't know. You don't you know everything about there, everything. Okay? Yeah. You weren't, because uh, they had a lot to say about, like, you know what I don't like about the 90s? All those interludes. All the albums had all those interludes. Like, why was there a two-minute interlude? You know what I after? loved about the 90s? The fact that you weren't there to <laughs> shit all over my fun. Shut up and ride your bike. I said, we, we enjoyed the interludes. They were pleasant. They were a good Pause. time. If you've never enjoyed the interludes on Ludacris's back for the first time, then you can't talk to me. I said, Shut up. Talk about the album telling a story. Okay, the interludes set us up set the scene we were all in one place at one time and we understood what was happening but all of that a huge i digress but we will (laughs) absolutely speak the name of gangsta boo Mm. around here absolutely absolutely i mean she will be honored acknowledged and sorely missed celebrated and 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 uh put on a pedestal okay because that's what she deserves to be Okay, so shout I out. just I and I also have to say, and we, you know, I addressed it a little while ago, a couple episodes ago. Y'all, we got to be careful. Y'all, y'all got to which should you choose to partake in certain things? You've got to be careful mm. because shit is not right right now. And it's evident that it is a different uh, pandemic happening. And. I just really want our antennas to be up in the air and for us to really like I I need us to be careful out here, y'all. For real, for real. So um, the Gangsta Boo is just just a pinnacle, a peak. Go get into Gold Teeth. Go get into the Weed Man. Go get into Gangsta Boo and really recognize and sit with the fact that she really, really paved the way for so many of your favorite female rappers, like really paved the way. Um and deserves to be respected. She deserves her flowers. Real bad. And with that being said, um, we're gonna go ahead and head straight on into the kitchen table talk this week. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So let's head that direction. Let's do it. Buenos dias and welcome back to the first kitchen table talk of 2023 do you love the upgrade thank you so much (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so you know we wanted to keep it really light this week like we said we're Um, easing in we're easing in like anal okay and that's where (laughs) it's like okay okay you know you wanted to say it you know you wanted to go ahead say no buttholes (laughs) but anyways So, um, you know, I, I we posed two questions on Twitter um, just to kind of ease back into the new year. One of them being, what have you all been doing to take care of yourselves during this time? And have you used this time to, on, to reflect on what no longer serves you and what will positively assist you in your personal journey going forward? And what are you taking with you and what are you leaving? Um, so I thought it would be nice for us to kind of just discuss those two questions and, 
you know, we like to set our intentions and things at the top of the new calendar year. You know, personally, and all of my hotepery, that I think the real new year is the spring equinox. Uh, but also, I do recognize that we are stepping into a new calendar year, and that is a time to, to you know, maybe kind of reset. You know, maybe it's not a new year, new you. I love how I'm not seeing a lot of those. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh, the girls are shooketh. Uh, everybody wants, what's the, shit, what's the stupid shit I keep seeing? I want a, a what life? A, a gentle... Soft. Again, your terms give me gas. But anyway, um, so, so sister, I'm going to ask you first, oh, first and foremost, what did you do over this this little period of time to take care of yourself? I don't want to say a vacation because not everybody got oh, got that. But I, I, what did you do over this little period, this holiday period? I did a lot of uh, pausing, listening, and reflecting thinking very deeply um so the holidays were preceded by by a milestone birthday for me i know y'all gonna get sick of me saying that that this episode is fine um but it's big age is small big age is little way it's gonna be my mantra going into the for the rest of 2023 big age is little waste though the i know that's gonna right. be little okay um but i've thought a lot about um, sort of where I am, you know, just opposed against where I envisioned I might be. Uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and thinking about um and, and make and and really being at peace. I wanna say, like, you know, I'm in a place where I don't want, you know what I'm saying? This the thing I am content. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time I was sort of desiring contentment. Or, you know, aspiring toward it. But I feel like now I'm really settled in uh, uh, appreciation for the mm-hmm. fact that I don't want nobody else's nothing. Mm-hmm. I just want what is mm-hmm. what is mine, what is for me. And I am literally, when I say I'm safe and I have what I need, that's not just a catchphrase or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I have what I need. And the Lord has just been so gracious and kind and faithful and when I look around my life, I see his hand everywhere. And so I am just at a place where I am clear about who I am. I am clear that I I am where I am supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I um going forward, I am hopeful and expectant that I will continue to uh grow deeper in this this contentment and satisfaction with who I am in a way. Like I, I said uh, before my birthday, I, and what I was hoping to get out of this season is like security. Like I am secure. I am sure. Assurance. Mm-hmm. I am sure mm-hmm. uh, in who I am. I'm not trying to be nobody else. And, um, you know, making peace, receiving peace about about mm-hmm. that. And, and it's, mm-hmm. the holidays were challenging for me because it was my first holiday without my grandmother yeah and you know that's always hard um and I I sort of expected it to be difficult but sort of experiencing the difficulty of it hit me um in a way that I didn't anticipate but the way that I got through it was just sort of 
accepting. I was in a place where I was like, you know, I prayed to ask God. I knew that it was going to be a challenging few days. And I just asked him, you know, I trust whatever he's doing. And so when mm-hmm. things started happening, um, like I had a little COVID scare, not, not that I was, I didn't never test positive, but I was exposed to COVID just mm-hmm. a few days before I was supposed to go to be with my mother and my grandfather and, and the rest mm-hmm. of my family. And so out of caution, I decided to delay my trip a couple of days just to make sure that I was good. Mm-hmm. And um, at first it was disappointing because, you know, you had a plan and you wanted to do things according to that plan. But I yep. really made peace with the decision. I was clear that I was making the right decision and prioritizing everyone's health and safety. That was yep. something that I wanted to do. And once I got there, I was grateful. I was like, you know, God does all things well and everything happens the way that it's supposed to. Because mm-hmm. that sort of buffer allowed me, you know, I was able to sort of be here for Christmas and, and appreciate you know, myself and my space mm-hmm. and and have like some personal time to process my grief mm-hmm. before having to be with my mother and grandparents and support them in processing their grief. And so yes. I thought a lot about that and been thinking a lot about the ghetto that is grief. Uh, but, you know, it is like real ghettos, you know, a condition that all of us, have to negotiate. Many of us have to negotiate whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. And if we lean into it and fully embrace it, I think that there is this transformative power. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It reveals a lot about who we are and for me, who God is. And so I did a lot of thinking and praying and sitting still and being okay with stillness to sort of get through um, these few days and I did a lot of sleeping and I did things that I wanted to do. I ate what I wanted to eat. And yes. I, uh, you know, we just was okay with, with <clears throat> in past times I've was, you know, begrudgingly didn't like the holidays because I was comparing it to what it was mm-hmm. and in acknowledging that I miss what it was. Uh, but I feel like this year I was able to miss what it was, but appreciate what it is. It's different. Mm-hmm. And also appreciate mm-hmm. that it may not always be what it is. Like it will mm-hmm. be something different in the future. And all of these things are okay. Yes. Um, yes. And so there was lots of sleeping, lots of exercise, lots of good food, um, but also lots of sort of, being, I've been so content with just being in his house, being quiet, <laughs> mm-hmm. listening to my music mm-hmm. when I want to, watching my TV when I want to. I, I you know, y'all remember I've watched Grey's Anatomy a few times the series. This time I'm watching Private Practice. I'm about halfway okay. through. Okay. But that's been, and I think, you know, we're going to have to, de- and I, I was going to mention this to you as I talked about it on Twitter. I'm like, that's one of the, one of those Shonda Rhimes shows that I don't feel like ever got. It's, it's Flowers. But there is a lot of sort of adulting, come of age, theme, coming of age mm. themes. And I was mm-hmm, wondering, like, mm-hmm. would y'all be down to talk about that? That's another, that's an aside. Yes. But just put that in your back pocket. But there's yeah. lots. Because Dr. Addison Montgomery and her mama. Okay. I have never seen. Okay. But I know the show. 
So yes. I think maybe it would be a nice revisit for you and and generationally, you know, yes, I think yeah, generationally, a lot of us were raised by boomers and Xers, and boomers and Xers mm-hmm. are so were so consumed with appearances and performance and status and yeah. and presenting a certain way, mm-hmm. right? There was mm-hmm. no authenticity, or authenticity was only welcomed behind closed doors in the house Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and so what that does to a generation of people who want nothing but like we just want to be real (laughs) we just want to be honest Mm -hmm. we just want to tell the truth but everything around us is like oh no you can't do that that's not right people Mm -hmm. what will people think what will people say and Mm -hmm. you know seeing that play out and shonda rhymes always does a good job of of taking these broad sort of humanity <laughs> themes and, and, and looking at them through different racial and socioeconomic lenses. Cause like Addison mm-hmm. was rich and wealthy, but she, she dealt with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have how black people deal with it. So it's like, mm. but yeah, that's an aside. I watch TV. I'm curious. I've, I've never, you know, I've never watched the Shonda Rhyme show really. I know that. I remember we talked about that when we, when I, when I tell you that I'd be watching Grey's Anatomy every day, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would be I would be curious to uh to dive into the some of those conversations. Yes, but that was my very long-winded answer. I apologize. You tell me what you did over this holiday too, over these No apologies necessary. Yes, indeed. Well, our households were dealing with the same thing. Yes, um, unfortunately. Tristan got COVID. Uh I did not get COVID, but Tristan got COVID and so therefore that put a little separation with our family for the holiday season. So um but it was it was, you know, and obviously I cook every year and a couple of people come over with some of our close, closest ones. And um, that couldn't happen this year. And yeah. you know, and I still cooked because mm-hmm. he, he wasn't down too bad, but I still cooked. Uh, you know, we opened the gifts with mask on. You know, we ate where he's sat in the living room and we sat over in the dining room and tried to watch a movie Aww. from different <laughs> places in the room. And it was nice also as you were talking about being quiet yeah. you know it was nice we we brought in uh new year's together and we did you know in christmas and it was just the three of us for both mm-hmm. and it was nice to have that time as much as i love cooking and i love hosting and it's something i've been doing for so long at this point that it's just it's just natural i um it was nice to have that just the kind of that quiet time with my family and also some of that quiet time with myself yeah. cuz when you know when you're when you're not engaging and you can't engage for a good period of time during a holiday break you have a lot of time to sit and think Mm -hmm. uh and i think even after that we've had some really pointed conversations we had a pretty stressful new year's eve just trying to clean up the house and get things and purging things and you already know how that goes and jump in trying to you know clean your bodies and jump in the shower and be ready to set some intentions at 12 and tristan said a beautiful thing this year he was like all right, this is later for that. He was like, I respect tradition. He goes, but I don't I don't need tradition over over ease. Mm. He's like, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have moments where things shouldn't be challenging. Mm. He's like, but we if we're doing all of this stuff to to feel good going forward and we don't feel good going in, it defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I fully agreed. I was like, yeah, because this doesn't feel 
Like, what's the point of purging and cleaning and doing all these things? And then you go in and stressed because you're trying to beat a time clock. Yeah. And it's about honoring you tradition know? without feeling beholden to it or like bound exactly. by it. Exactly. It's exactly. like I res- fully respect that this is what we do. This is who we are. But if right. it, if it has to work out differently, that doesn't make me any less me or any less mm-hmm. right or wrong. Blessed right? or, or And... Also, some tradition is is toxic and terrible. It used to be traditional to marry a 14-year-old girl. Oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? That is not a tradition we need to take going forward. And so I appreciate, while that is an extreme example, I appreciated his sentiments. And it really... Yes, I'm going to write that down. ...was a beautiful reminder for us going forward on how we want to switch things up. And then we've also had other conversations that have been really great mirrors for the both of us in clear communication and hey this doesn't work for me or when you do this it makes it like just really clear and it's been a really nice period of communication and clarity and self-reflection and and just kind of sitting down for a second and I also did work all through this but yeah but it's a different kind like your your approach to it it's not I mean it is work but like you know it doesn't feel like oh I don't I have to do this right now blah 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 Mm -hmm. I think that there's a way Mm -hmm. that we can sort of have some agency over it and sort of reclaim it recognizing that it is a part of our lives but it doesn't have to rule how we spend our time exactly. or how we feel in our bodies or anything like that. But it seems like that is the trends. Like we said some, as we tweeted this week, understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and asking you all to chime in. Many of you um, talked about that self uh, isolation sitting mm-hmm. still um, mm-hmm. at King Jazzy said, I isolated myself and rested. It was much needed. At Say La V seven one eight said resting, being still, working out. Did I mention resting? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, at Amber White six eight two four six one nine four, I have watched movies, isolated myself, cleaned my home, analyzed myself as a mom, teacher, wife. So that self reflection, mostly practice gratitude for where I am and where I see myself going. Mm-hmm. Um, at Deborah's Child says moving very mm. slowly not looking at email sitting in the sunshine reading traveling making sure to drink enough water and still eat food that is good for my body exploring art and music dancing journalism um, at is it cook it's like it's like cooks with mad O's K's and E's and S's <laughs> she says nothing but I have found myself passing out from exhaustion these past few weeks I need a real vacation. That's valid. That is because I found myself not being. I've, I've said this before. I'm not a good rester. Yeah, because I mean, that it is were, a practice that we have to cultivate. Yeah, when we don't do it. Yeah, we don't know how to do it. So it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love that you know so many of of you, so many of us, recognize that you know the last two weeks of the year uh, was a time for us not to be so consumed with the expected things of the holidays <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know all of the ripping and running <laughs> that all the that ripping and running holiday parties holiday blah, party blah, 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 blah. you know all of that um you know really reclaiming that time <clears throat> it's time to sort of pause and stop and think about where we are uh <coughs> what we want 
and what we're doing mm-hmm. to sort of t- to mm-hmm. to live the lives that we want to live. So I love this for us. I love, love, love this for us. And so we just wanted to have a brief little conversation on um, some of the things that we were able to reflect on over the holiday period, how we spent that. We didn't want it to be too much. Thank you all for for uh, responding. Sorry if we did not get to you, but we can definitely expand this conversation. Um, you know we love to talk about rest and self-care over here. So uh, I definitely think there's room for that. In the meantime... We're obviously going to end this on a petty note. So we're going to head over to these petty peeps to close this right on out. On a petty note. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right. So as I said earlier in the show, my petty peeve is don't upset auntie. Don't Don't upset auntie. Okay, because y'all was out here with you flipping your jibs, running your jibs <laughs> about things that you don't know anything about. And yes. I've fallen into the TikTok and there's just so many, you know, it's still a little triggering to see people talking about the 90s. Like, <laughs> like this, in the way that they do, it's like, like it's what? the 60s. Yeah, like people refer yeah, to the I 90s. Know. As like, you know, the 70s. And it's like, well, wait a second now. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Um, Everybody calm down. But why is... Why, I, don't, I don't remember as a millennial being obsessed with the 70s in the ways that I feel like Generation Z is obsessed with the 90s. I feel like there is a consuming... Like they... It's all about... Um, and maybe maybe that's like maybe I'm sure older people will argue against that. They might have felt like we were uh, a, a, were obsessed with the older generation and like redoing everything, sampling everything, block refreshing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, mm. maybe, maybe <laughs> or maybe it's just triggering because I feel like y'all they are talking about me. But it's just like y'all don't know <laughs> that y'all were not there. You were not there. No. You do not know. And you sound dumb. You be loud and wrong. You were not with us shooting Loud in the gym and at all. Wrong. I think that's what it is. Is they speak in such an authoritative like manner about. And I mean, uh, that begs the question: Did we do that? Did we do that? I don't. That's now that I don't think that so. I don't think I I did. I I just um, I, I so. came across this thread of folks that were talking about Ray J as this like black cultural icon, and I was like, mm. I I think that that is. That is actually pretty sad because like if that's what y'all think, that grieves my spirit. It breaks my heart. Like a cultural, a cultural icon, icon? scooty bikes. Hold on. While, while I find Ray J to be a delight in all the wrong ways. um, I feel like he's associated with all things like mess. Like, Did you say cultural icon? That's, that's what, you said, what right? the words that I they use. The word like they talk icon about his cultural impact thrown around yes. like cow feces now, at a yes. at a hoedown. I feel like, like now has has Ray J been influential, and I feel like he has had impact in ways that I think are even wild to me. Like okay, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I will give him that. I will say that he has influenced things people i i suppose but mm-hmm. 
I think words mean things. And an icon, a cultural icon specifically, Willie Ray Jr., Willie Ray Norwood Jr. is not. And that is just a hill I am willing to die on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Not one bit. Mm -mm. No. But yeah, that's my petty peeve. Ray J ain't no cultural nothing. He is a cultural nuisance. But But I'm going to let y'all have it because y'all want it so bad. No, they say they say things and the things don't make sense. Like, huh? That doesn't. The make things any don't make sense. sense. Well, I have a little update for you, so I'm not going to go into the whole to do. Oh my gosh, um, I had an update for you too, but maybe maybe what? No, tell me. No, no, no. Maybe we should record that, and that could be like a little Patreon bonus. Hmm. Because since yeah, I feel like that's what we should do. Because I don't know if I'm ready. For the whole internet to know it just yet. <laughs> but we can share things with our Patreon folks. Okay, yes, we can share with Patreon. Yes, people. I meant to write that down yesterday so that I will remember to tell you. But yes, okay. Please I'm go I'm very on. curious. Yes. Um, so <laughs> for those who are not on social media or haven't been, have taken a hiatus or whatever the case, uh, I was karen on an American Airlines mm-hmm. flight. Mm-hmm. Kia was there to witness the entire exchange, uh, as well as multiple others. Um, and I put in a formal complaint with American. Uh, they also reached out to me via the social media Did team. They? So I guess they got some wind of... Okay. I'd so, but I took all the proper protocols. I got an email yesterday oh, man. that said that they have reviewed... Uh, my discrimination case and have come to the conclusion that while some things were definitely mishandled, they cannot find any cause for racial bias. And I said, okay, bet. I responded back. I said, okay, cool. Um, I'll have my attorney reach out. Really? Yeah. 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 So it ain't over because Donna, I am determined all 2023. Have you ever seen a pit bull on anybody? I am determined all 2023 to be on that lady's ass so that she may never do this to anybody ever again. This is not about money. This is not about any of that. This is about the fact that the way that that lady acted was so wild and egregious and dangerous. And what she tried to project onto me was so wildly dangerous that I just, I, I cannot let this just go. I can't. This can't just be something that I'm like, ah, oh, I don't have the. No, I am determined. I am a <laughs> pit bull on a nigga's ass right now. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So that I just wanted to share with you is uh, the update with the American Airlines gate. Donna gate. Um, they determined there was no racial bias. And so mm. therefore... You know, they cannot do take any action based on that. They are very they hope that I fly with American Airlines ha! again. <laughs> wow. And for that, I would like to say, fuck you. Wow, wow, but wow, wow. 
Yeah. So that's the update on that. And that's the very first episode of Getting Grown for 2023. Oh, gosh, sister. I mean, that's crazy. 23? We're excited. There's lots coming up. Getting Grown is getting ready to turn six. What? (sighs) Crazy. Six? Yeah, I guess it is six. Yeah. And um, we are so appreciative to all of you for being a part of our community. We love you so much. We're excited about what the future holds. We got some things coming up. Yes. We're still working. We're still growing. We're mm-hmm. still evolving. Mm-hmm. We're still adulting. Mm-hmm. Yep, we sure are. And we will and be until the end of our time. My God. So take them out, sis. Tell them what they got to do. Well, in the meantime, while you continue to age which is not mm-hmm. a bad thing. Make not sure you're drinking that water. It will help to slow it down a smidge and make yes. it more graceful. Yes. Uh, so you want to moisturize your insides by consuming uh, the life source that is yes. agua. Uh, second of all, you are going to want, want blah, blah, blah. you're going to want to <laughs> mind your black ass business because that is another sure. form of self care, yes, self preservation. Um, yeah, and all of those things in between. And lastly, you want to moisturize yourself from tops to bots. Why, sis? <laughs> because your black will crack if it's dry. Ta-ta, niggas. Tootaloo. A tootaloo. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.